Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Alistair. Oh, Andy. Um, Matthews. Yes. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're here. From the Two in the Think um, Tank Because podcast. I'd love to... <laughs> that's correct. I'd love to remind you. Um, and if the listeners are interested as well, that's great. But I need to tell you personally that yeah. there's the stupid old podcast festival is taking place on the 9th of October. You're kidding me. Uh, Alistair and I will be uh, performing an episode, and it is a performance of two in the think tank that's at right. approximately 2.30 on that day, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, uh, Australian Eastern tickets. Terrific Time is what you're going to have. Yes. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> Not standard at all. This will be the most no, no, no. most fun you'll ever have watching mm-hmm, a whole bunch mm-hmm. of podcasts from your home ah. or on the road. Yes, Maybe you're on the road and you've got a Tesla and you don't have to drive <laughs> and you can just put it on the screen that and you can sit you back. You can finally watch a podcast while you drive for those long drives, some good podcast watching. Mm. Um, and... Uh, so, and, and there's a link to the tickets below uh, in the uh, in the show notes. And Alistair, um, one more quick reminder about the the hardcover versions of Gustav and Henry now available from Red Comet Press uh, to readers in and and book buyers in general. I I, I don't know what you um, sickos buy your books for. You might That's not right. be buying them to read at all. You could be buying a whatever copy it is that to eat it. Mm, that's right, and um, for that reason, uh, this book is made from 100% um, organic beef. material, uh, <laughs> organic beef. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so enjoy that. Look, look for that wherever good books are sold, but specifically at the website that I link you to in the show notes. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, their show where we come up with five ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair from Blybert. Uh, yes, uh, yes, and I am <laughs> coming, Feeling good. Uh, coming off the back of a a, uh, a a real good few days of um, COVID <laughs> isolation with my entire family mm. and... Uh, let me tell you, um, it's good to be here. Um, oh, it's boy, good to be, and boy, are my mm. is my whole thing tired. Mm-hmm, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and boy, is my will to live <laughs> tired, tired, mm. tired, tired. But it did, but it did give me an idea, Alistair, for a new Olympics, a new Olympics, tired okay? Olympics. No, not tired Olympics. I feel like we've probably already come up with yeah. that idea already. All right, sick but, Olympics. All right. Um, but this is very close. Keep guessing. Sick Olympics is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this is the parents Olympics. Yep. Um, and you know, so it's it's the. Uh, I, I'm sure a lot of people at the Olympics are already parents. Yeah, sure. But let's be honest, probably not that many of them. Mm. You know, and if they are, they're not that hands on. Okay. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. this, this is, um, this is, you know, um, could even be single parents Olympics, whatever, to heighten the stakes of the of the parenting situation. So you've got people showing up to the uh, hundred meter sprint, mm. and for whatever reason, babysitting's fallen through. Um, so it's ba- so, so, and so they got to bring their kids along with them. But do they have to do the event whilst carrying their child? Well, they don't have to, but a lot of them end up doing that, mm. or you know, um, trying to set the kids up for for something, um, so just at the start line there with something to do, lo- a little activity. Long jump would be um, perfect something. because there's a sand mm. pit there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the number of times you end up landing on your child, yeah, um, you know, that's one of the hazards. But you know, you try and give them something to do at the start line there. You get halfway round, 
um, then they're suddenly calling out for you because they can't get the lid off a pen. Um, yep. So you've got to run back. Uh, oh, for me, you know, all for, of that kind of stuff. For me with Hux, it's that he can't get the pen lid on the back of the pen, which is absolutely necessary because <laughs> he's seen other people do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's non-negotiable. I'm sorry. That is a deal breaker. Uh, help! Help! help. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, I mean, the favourite, you know, probably 50% of the field won't be present at all yep. at the finals. Yeah. Um, because uh, they uh, just, you know, weren't able to get care or, oh, or just, just couldn't, like the, couldn't face it. The um, Yeah, the... Uh, the oh the lure the allure of cancelling plans was too great. Mm. Mm. Just exactly. showing up, you should get a medal. Mm-hmm. And you probably do on some <laughs> events. Mm. Um, I mean, it'll be hard. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, there'll be other elements. I think. I think the other. The, I think it'll, the gym. The the gymnastics will be interesting to see them with all parents because <laughs> they're usually so young. And so, yeah. either they'll be much older, or they'll be like mm. people who have, you know, gone through teen pregnancies, or mm, mm, sure. And so, but also, you know, um, parenting is not great for your body <laughs> in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, a lot of people will have let themselves go, and I, I think just getting up off the mat um, will be. Because they start sitting down, don't mm. they, on the mat a lot of the time? Oh, yeah, yeah, laying down. Laying a down, A laying yeah. start. You know, a lot of the a lot of the contestants spend the entire day in their pajamas. Um, yep. And um, I... Et cetera. I've, you know, and this is my, probably not a sketch idea, but I've found, because my kid likes to play pretend a lot, and I think I've probably mentioned this, but I have to figure out... I've, I've over the years figured out I have to find roles for my characters in game in the games, the pretend games, where my mm-hmm. character has to find excuses to be laying down. <laughs> you know, and yeah. sometimes closing their eyes. <laughs> oh no, I think I've been hit by the radiation. Oh I'm losing my powers. Mm. Like that. And you go, yeah. quick, I need medicine. You go get some medicine for me. Yeah, well, Remy invented a game yesterday where it was, it was like, now you pretend to sleep and I'll shout at you. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I think this is, this is fine. Yeah. Because. You are normally shouting. Just, and so, but yeah. now I get to lay down and close my eyes. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually participating. I'm actually engaging with you. Yeah. By doing that. Um. So there you go. Uh, what about a to be a more hands-on parent? You just get a whole lot more hands oh. installed all over your body. Yeah. Is that, is that anything? Well, what? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and eyes. You get a. You get like eyeballs. You know, something like like mm. contact lenses that have that block out your pupil. It's like a one-way mirror. They block out mm. your pupil. Right. So you can't. They they can't see it, and then they have pupils that are added to the thing to the lens that make yeah, it look yeah, like nice. you're always looking in the right spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean this is going to be good for everybody oh my god so so you you um you uh, it's it, it blocks it out so from your point of view it's darkness right yeah. you're you're effectively blind but your eyes are darting around all over the place. Yeah, well, like you're very engaged I th- I think in the that world you can around see. you. I think that you can see through. It's a one-way mirror or whatever, two-way, one-way mirror. Oh, I see. So you could be looking at it at the phone. Yeah, you could be looking at the phone. You could me? be making dinner, you know. It there's also mm. a voice enhancement that that adds enthusiasm to your voice. <laughs> um Gosh, this doesn't think, sound. This uh, doesn't give a page a very nice picture of parenting right now. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I mean, we we've already come up with the idea where you you basically have a robotic exoskeleton, so you can continue to parent while you sleep. Oh yes. Um. So yeah. So what? And I think that's exciting. Mm. I'm really looking forward for that. I don't. I don't think that's all that far away. Yeah. The 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 parenting. Because um, I mean, mm. once I saw that that crib that they kind of like that just like moves around and kind of like rocks your baby a little bit 
you know, supposed to like. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, I've seen like a crib that's supposed mm-hmm. to like kind of like, you know, mimic basically being in your mm-hmm. arms, and you know, ah, they're, they're very good. <laughs> you know, so like that. Since I saw, when I saw that, I was like, well, that's you know, that's gonna take away a lot of the nice experiences and things like that. And I just feel like we could invent technology that takes away even more nice experiences. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. What did they call it? Did they call it Rockabot Baby? Uh, Rockatot. Um, Rockatot. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. And I'm. I. Mm. I think it would be silly of me to try to look it up. I. I. I only know a couple of keywords that I could use, and I just don't want to do the searching. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um. Uh. I guess you know you'd you'd need another robot that dangles your kids upside down by their feet. Mm. Um. And uh, swings them side to side and makes fart noises, and so they can be an upside down monster. Throws them on the bed and then lands on them mm. very lightly. Yeah, yeah. There is there is a real art to that. And and the thing is, is that also in order to land lightly like that, but also be able to lift the kids up, you actually have to make quite a a big heavy robot. Right, mm. and because in order for it to have yeah. the muscle power to sort of slow itself down and things like that, <laughs> and so you just yeah, gotta hope right. that it works. I mean, the size of the supercomputer, the supercomputer that you require mm. to uh, maybe there's a sort of a threshold here. Maybe there's a reason we don't already have that robot. It's kind of like a Fermi paradox. Yeah, is that you know the more um, ad- uh, advanced the computing power, the heavier and then more enormous the computer needs to be requiring greater and greater levels of um of processing power to uh stop it from crushing your children mm. and otherwise you, you know it's like you know fermi looked around and he said where are all the aliens we're looking around and saying where are all the robot parent the placements really fun parenting robots you know what's what's interesting is that if we could have like a kind of like a robot nanny like that there, there mm. would be a time in which the robots obviously has, you know, perfect kind of, you know, the, the, the best of all parenting ability, the best of knowledge, the best of, you mm. know, all the science and things like that. So then there would be a point where while your kids are being raised, they'd probably get smarter than you. They'd probably yeah. speak more languages than you. <laughs> mm. They would, um, you know, they would, they would be more physically active and, you know, everything that the the robot would be perfect at convincing them to do things. Mm, Yeah. That's the thing, you know? And so there would be this generation generational leap where we're all a bunch of dummies. And we thought, you remember up until this point, we were like, well, now we're the adults. So we're finally in charge. (laughs) And now, and and Mm. we're, you know, we're like the top species. So we've been, you know, we've been the dominant ones for, you know, for so long. And then suddenly, there's a new generation that we can't we can't look down upon because they're genuinely better than us in every single way. Mm. And and that's one thing that they're gonna like everyone's gonna become super like uh yeah. like kind of mopey and like just like, oh well I'm mm. sorry we couldn't be perfect like this generation. Yeah. Well, we will become the children, won't we? Mm. We'll become the the, the grumpy whiny little kids being looked after by these, you know, 12 and 13-year-olds who have been raised so efficiently that they've reached maturity. Yeah, and they'll probably probably have more of an allegiance to the bots. Well, I mean, once robots, once parenting robots are that good, it would actually, it's actually a greater um, act of love to um, stop parenting yourself and make sure that your children are raised by the very best robots yeah. it's a bit like a, a sort of a um, private school kind of an argument yeah, say, yeah. Oh, yeah I want the best for my children so I'm going to send them away or something like that well now you just you know if, if you really care you'll get the you'll get the really good robot and um, and it'll be right I think uh, I was just thinking though that of all the physical things that robots could do, yeah, the the best one would be one that could just argue with your children for you. Mm. So it doesn't need any physical um, strength or anything like that. It could just be a little speaker that you put on the table, yeah. Ma- and whenever you want your kid to do something, they can work out the work through the, the all the pointless argument components. Yeah, I like and I like a- they could use. 
um, you know, the, one of those algorithms that um, wins AlphaGo or chess or whatever like that. It can <gasps> have new moves. neural network to yeah, new moves. New moves that, it'll it'll. I never would have thought of making that argument against a child who was being completely <laughs> irrational. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because we, I mean, to us, they seem like they're being completely irrational, but they are working on their own, perhaps um, just a different, different logical system that we haven't been able to um, recognize or decode. So uh, a little argument, I think an, an ad, an ad for an argument yep. um, speaker, like yeah, I, uh, a little argument sphere that I, for some reason, I picture it's it's able to roll even on the walls. Yeah, you know, it might have like <laughs> yeah, a, right. a rolling suction cup or something like that. You know, like mm. yeah, I like that a lot. Um, it can just roll anywhere with you. You know, and it just mm. you can hop up into the car, and you know, because the kids will probably pick it up and throw it away, and then it'll mm. just roll mm. back real quick. Yeah, yeah, really good. Mm. Relentlessly. But then, of course, once we invent a uh, a robot that can convince children to do anything, that's also the good start for a horror movie because we never know what the robot is convincing our children to do mm, while we're asleep. Yeah, and also and then, what the company who runs it wants deep down. Yeah, indeed. It's a, it's a great concept. That's a great concept. Uh, the convinced great little bit of perfect sci-fi convincing ball, <laughs> and that's a great name as well. Perfect convincing ball <laughs> in cinemas this weekend only. <laughs> um, ah, uh, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love it. Um, hey, why did they, uh, uh, why did they call it, get ready for this, Alistair. Okay. Um, when they were, uh, in the, in, you know, in the early stages of the pandemic, why did they, um, call it, uh, increased invest investment to, um, promote preparedness and resilience in our health service yeah. and not... Getting ready for the weekend. The weekend. The weekend. The, the weekend. The, the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, being weakened isn't really a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a medical crisis. Just is try it? to enjoy and, the weekend. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, why is it called elder abuse and not just trying to. In <laughs> trying to enjoy. Um, Your, what's left of the weekend? Right, and so in this case, elder abuse. This is like actually like sort of people having sex with the older elderly. There. Oh, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't think of it in that or way. Or were you like, or do you just find hitting old people to be something that people would consider <laughs> enjoying well, the weekend? I, I was actually, I didn't to specify do something this well is to, to enjoy it, and by that I mean hitting <laughs> elderly people in a very, uh, you know, technical oh, fashion. Alistair. I know it doesn't sound convincing when I say this, but I was I was picturing elder financial abuse. Uh. I forgot to. <laughs> I forgot to. Um, I forgot to put that key word in there, yeah. and as a result, yeah, I may have lent my voice to a cause that I, I personally find <laughs> repugnant. Um, well, Andy, I'm not going to let that last line be edited into the clip that I post on on, <laughs> on social media. Repugnant, though. What a great word. Repugnance. Repugnant. Yeah. Repugnance. Repugnance. Let down your... <laughs> your what? Your disgusting, greasy beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Repugnant. Repugnant. Let down your matted pubic locks. <laughs> <laughs> repugnant, repugnant. Let down your uh, your 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 shoulder pubes. Uh, it's um, diminishing returns, I'm afraid. I was just trying to chase that same high yeah, no. that I got it, from giving you that early laugh. Sure, 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 sure. I mean, Andy, I don't know mm. if you've ever considered writing a children's book, but 
repugnant, 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 let down your. I think in this case we're going to have to go with your <laughs> disgusting, horrible, greasy your horrible, beard. Greasy beard. Um, who's forcing you to be up here? No, it's great. It's just away yeah. from people. I mean, it is much more plausible, right? Isn't it? Yeah. That it's just some horrible old old hermit yeah. who's chosen to spend the time in the in the thing. And it's much more plausible as well that his personal hygiene would be appalling after that period of isolation. Yeah, well, I mean... Then instead he would have beautiful, long and strong hair. Um, about to get that freak shit on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I could, you could imagine that the tower would go pretty unused once Rapunzel escapes... And I guess the, the, mm. the oh, you think he's that that witch. like a hermit crab? Yeah, he, he quite literally is a hermit. He was just a guy uh, hanging out in the occupying. in the woods, and then found a freaking a beautiful castle tower mm. that he could just be mm. away from everybody else. Mm. Yeah, no, that's great. And he's he's wearing her underwear and stuff up there, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Andy, I think that will that will make a great addition to the children's book. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you are a professional at this. I mean, um, oh, look, I'm just going to write down repugnant, uh, repugnant. Right. Uh, I mean, what are we playing with there? Because it's not even like we're, what we're playing there is. <laughs> the the basis of that pun, such as it is, is repug. Is the no no is the word is the letter R, and then and then the third letter P. No, it, and other than that, <laughs> but it's the sound rapa rapa, and the yeah, and, and the, I guess so. I mean, it's 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 spelt it's spelt differently. But that doesn't rap matter. I don't think rep. I mean, if you understood I mean, what I was doing, down, if you understood, no, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, we all understand, Alistair. Okay. I'm just saying that you know, in terms of what you can, what you can justify in the written word, um, and I'm not even saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's flimsy. Yeah, and we've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the guy doesn't care about his opinion. I mean, about about his appearance. He doesn't care about his smell. He's not going to care that the pun fits too too closely. Yeah. Okay. So he knows about the pun, does he? Right? <laughs> well, he- <laughs> because people have started calling him that because he's in Rapunzel's tower and he's gross. Oh. Okay. I mean, he didn't also yeah, okay. happen to be called repugnant. <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think that- although that would be great. Um. Do you uh, it, and the reason why he can't use the stairs or whatever that the 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 witch would use is because he's filled it up with garbage and his own feces and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that's going to be great for my children's book. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Actually, it probably would. Kids love that yeah. shit. They love um they love a bit of filth, a bit of muck, yeah, a bit of bodily. Probably eats what's spiders it? and birds and stuff like that. Uses the spiders to track birds. Mm. You know, I mean, mm. I mean, Kit. You know, you know how like uh, education isn't what it used to be. You know, isn't it? and um, universities. Yep. No, nah, I mean all this woke stuff. Yeah, you know they got in the universities yeah. and woke and universities and woke and, and you know all that kind of stuff. And now they study, you know, not even real stuff like British history. Well, they don't do the they don't do the basics. No. They, they they skip over yeah. the basics now and they go straight mm. into the complex. Mm. And now it's like, oh, you've got to you can do a degree in. In Harry Styles, you know yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, because it's all, you know, every, that, these days, and nobody learns maths; yeah. they just learn Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, all, if we were really, yeah, pandering to kids, pandering. and if we were continuing to infantilize, um, if we were uh, really generation after generation, to kids, we would we'd be feeding them mm. bamboo. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, sort of trying yes, to make yes, them have sex giving- in the zoo. Yes, yes, and giving them a, a, an extra thumb, a second thumb, a vestigial second thumb. Yeah. Gosh, we're, we're doing well with the puns today. The Rapun- the Rapunzel. <laughs> mm. um, I was just saying, there'd be. I'm, I'm surprised there's not a university course in farts. 
I mean, I think that that would probably be a very important uh, medical field. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, The farts department. Farts department. Do you think it's a whole department? Well... Well, you know, there's um at the at the A and U, I think there's like a there's a Jackie Chan Medical Center, so it'd probably be next to that. I don't know why, but it's you know it's comedy. And is it is it true they only learn to do medicine on Jackie Chan? Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, no, no, it's it's Jack it's medicine that Jackie Chan has come up with. Oh, okay. I was going to say because he received so many injuries in the course of making his films. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Maybe. Yeah. There is a sufficient demand based on his uh, his now very damaged body and keeping him alive requires an entire field of medicine. And he, it's very possible that, you know, he's injured himself more than anybody else mm. in the history of the world, right? And so he could be discovering new emergent phenomena type diseases that you only get when you've had a certain amount of, of things go wrong. Mm, it's true, yeah. Um, so there are n- entirely new conditions that will only ever be applicable to Jackie Chad. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um. And you could have Jackie... Jackie Chanistatists, you could have... Um, Wait, uh, Jackie Chanistatist, yeah. Okay. Jackie Chanistatist, yeah. I was, I was hoping that I could think of another medical profession that starts with Anne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Okay, wait, wait, wait. Jackus, Jackie Chanistesiologist, but I think that's the same as an anesthetist. Um, <laughs> um, and antelope. Jackie yeah, Chan. Chantelope. <laughs> Hunting the Jackie Chantelope <laughs> in the fields uh, of the Saren Chani. Yes. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. We did it, Andy. Yes, mm. very good. Geez, coming very up with good. comedy is easy. <laughs> um, I agree. The, uh, you know, what about a, it's a post office? And mm. the guy who works there, oh, it's really he's um, he's a post. Hey, eh? he's a post. He's a post. post. <laughs> like he's a post. Oh, like as in like a metal pole. Yeah, something yeah. like that. You okay. know, like when you know, I've got to I've got to build a fence a fences around our uh, property pretty soon. Do you? Um, oh. Yeah, I might just pop down to the post office. Yeah, it's an office, so it's like there's people. So it's like it's like the the, the word. It's like the, the the TV show The Office, but instead of selling yes, paper, good. they're selling posts. <laughs> they sell posts like that. And did, do we ever mention the fact that the name of the show is a sort of a a pun on the already existing business of being a post office? Yeah, well, it'll be called the Post Office because it's it's mm, it's oh, a good. that's a pun on that it's basically we're remaking The Office, but mm, we're yeah, good, but. But it's being made afterwards, and it's kind of going to be mm. even a bit more uh, knowing, mm. you know. Uh, and probably it'll be a reference also to postmodernism, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in that yeah. it keeps referencing the office. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah. So a lot of people in the show say things like, "Gosh, this is just like in that show, The Office." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because in this show, the the TV show, <laughs> The Office ex- exists. Yeah, and so no, and they've I mean, all maybe they could be watching it in some it. episodes. They've yeah. all seen it, and then they go, and then when they look at the camera, like that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's that's just they 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 know they're just mimicking that show. Yeah, great, and they're saying, "I'm looking at the camera, like in the yeah. show The Office." And it's just like it's <laughs> it's they're, they're people who genuinely worked in an office and were like, "Let's yeah, let's try to get extra money by filming what we're doing," and then. When somebody's a dickhead, we'll look at the camera. 
Yeah, and we'll tr- that's great. And then, and then- that's the, I'll add to their business model of just selling posts. <laughs> And, okay, and the boss, maybe they have a lot of meetings with the boss um, where they talk about ways in which they can make the... Uh, okay, Remy, okay, I'm just doing a podcast, so can you go um, off with mum? Is that all right? So I can t- finish? Thank you. Thanks, Carly. Um, uh they have a lot of meetings where they talk about ways in which they can make it more like the TV show, The Office. Yeah, and also try to find, you know, we need we need a storyline for today. Yeah, great. And um, who who's who do you think is the Dwight slash Gareth of The Office? Um, that kind of thing. They all could be. It could be Sally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Now, or the person whose character is most like Dwight or Gareth, their name is Tim. Well, what about unfortunately? What about it's they have to think about it because they go, well, we need somebody that we can bully, but we can't bully them every day because in the real world, which is in which they are, mm. you yeah, can't right. actually. Which is what we're in. What, they say that's that. What they, well, which is what we're. They in. also reference the fact that they're in the real yeah, world. As that well, we're not a TV show. <laughs> We actually are in the real world, and we're gonna get fired um, mm. if we mm. if we do this. Uh, you know, if we just bully, yeah. if we allow it. You know, if somebody gets bullied, and we just allow it to continue. So we're all gonna have an agreement. Anybody wants to work here? That mm. we're all gonna take turns getting bullied once every day or once every episode, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's really great. That's great. Victim of the month. They have a little. Victim of the week. They probably also uh, have to have sign a, a contract. Picture of them up on the wall. Have to sign yeah. a little contract before each bullying, saying that you agree to this to this bullying and you waive any consequences of the really good of the uh, bullying or, experience. I mean, there'd be I suppose, suppose there'd be a like an HR type person there whose role it is to mediate the bullying, mm. so the bullying can take place in a sort of a very official yeah um, workplace type way. Where they, you know, somebody um, performs the act of bullying, the other person acknowledges it, and they discuss uh, how it made them feel, but also, you know, hopefully how effective they think it was in terms of something that would be compelling to watch on television. (laughs) And the person who is there to mediate doesn't really want to be part of the TV show that much, but they had to sign a waiver. (laughs) Um, because they're from an external office <laughs> yeah. and they're not really interested in this whole thing. But in order to get this job, um, they've yeah they've had yes. to sort of sign away their rights and their their likeness and everything like that. So you know, they're, so they're like <laughs> people who've been who've watched The Office and be like, we should do that in real life. Yeah, we should really film. Is it. the concept of this fake TV show that we're making? <laughs> I, I I love it. But even more than actually the idea of the show itself, I love the idea of spending a lot of time in meetings trying to work out the logic of what exactly it is that we're trying to do (laughs) with the TV show that we're planning to make about people who wanted to do The Office in real life. Yeah. (laughs) The fake TV show. Yeah. As part of our sketch show. As part of our sketch. Well, you know, this one, I think this is genuinely a project that would be worth attempting. (laughs) Because you're, you're, I agree. Yeah, because you're like it's so stupid, um, that and that you have to be working it on multiple levels where, where you've got the reality and you've got the trying to be like the office. Mm. Yeah, mm. and yeah. you still and but and you'd have a person. Yeah, you'd have the boss who is trying to play the David Brent slash Michael role and is really uncomfortable about it. Yeah, they don't they. <laughs> But the co- they don't feel yeah good at doing it. They find it degrading. It's it's affecting them emotionally. Yeah. And he's always trying to find new industries to take the business into outside of posts, so that <laughs> so that they don't have to keep doing this TV show thing to make extra money to survive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I could do the fencing wires as well. You know, yeah. Nah. But they don't have time. They don't have time to properly pursue any of those mm. other avenues because the TV show takes up so much of their time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so successful. 
it's going really well. People love the the postmodern uh, aspect of this TV show and the way in which it reflects how we're all struggling financially and are having to do things that we don't want to do. Mm, yeah, well, I hate that. I don't want to do that. Yes, and they love that. Well, that's what they love. Yeah, well, that's what I don't love. Oh, actually, yes. Every time that you say that you don't love it, the ratings go up. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how people know that you're saying it when they're watching a different channel in order but to somehow, switch over. But somehow they're, they're clicking There's over. There's some kind of. There's some kind of psychic especially, connection occurring. Especially when Could it's on a streaming horse. service and they're, <laughs> they're watching something else and then clicking over onto you this show and fast-forwarding <laughs> to, to the ep- point in the episode. It's tr- truly remarkable. Scientists are studying it as we speak. Mm. And so in your extra time... When you're not making this TV show or selling posts or trying to diversify the business, you're actually going to have to go along to a secretive government facility where they're going to perform exploratory surgeries on your body and brain to work out how you're able to achieve this um, telekinetic phenomenon. Telekinetic? Yes. Telepathic. Telepathic. Um, Telepathic. See, that's a a great storyline for one of the episodes. (laughs) Yeah, great. <laughs> great. This is the kind of stuff great. that will really, you know, use up some time and then it's so stupid. <laughs> it's a perfect storyline. Oh, how God. how are people finding out? I don't know. There's actually there's a whole new science being based off of this mm. phenomenon. Oh, wow. And, the ex- and he gets back to the office on on Monday morning. His body's all bruised and bandaged from these, <laughs> these tests. <laughs> he's just he's just been dumped back. He, they dump him back every Monday morning because they need him to keep making the show mm. so that they can get more data. But every Friday night as he's leaving the office trying to get home to his family, they come and grab him in one of their vans and take <laughs> like, him off for more tests. Like E.T.? <laughs> Yeah, people in big hazmat exactly suits. like ET. They're hunting him yeah. through the, for- the little little nearby forest that he runs into. <laughs> He's riding a bike. <laughs> He's wearing a blanket. <laughs> but that's part of the TV show as well, and people love that even more because that is that's making people tune over even faster because that's exactly the kind of nostalgia mm. shit that people love from, like, Stranger Things and that kind of yes. thing right now. Oh. <laughs> oh. And every single thing that happens makes the show more and more popular. And this guy's life is getting worse and worse. This is, Andy, I can't wait to make this. Oh, great. This is genuinely one of the most fun things ever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's our fifth. That's our fifth idea for this one. So, um, mm, oh, what a way to go out! Yeah. So, well, no, we still got to, th- to go in. Yeah, to go in. Three absolutely. words from a listener uh, into three words from a listener. Today's listener, Andy, is Nick Bauer or Nick mm. Bower. I'm sure I've said this before, but you can't spell a listener without a list. That's and right. And that is exactly where all of our listeners come from. They're that's all right. Some of the top. They're all on top a people. list. <laughs> Hopefully. We're not going to say which one. <laughs> um, could be on the list of listeners that mm. we have, um, that we keep. Could be a watch list. And by that, I mean a, a list of good, uh, good names watches. for watches. Good, good. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Like this one, the Brower. The Brower, beautiful oh, name for a watch. Bower. Bower. Bower, even better. The Bower. The Bower. Nick. Nick of Time. Mm. <laughs> Nick of Time. That's a great name for a um a a, a, a small mm-hmm. watch shop where he repairs watches. Yep. And, and his name is um, Nick. And Nick and 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 he has his own watch that he's, he's mm. he hand makes painstakingly and called the Bower. Yeah, and that's right. And the, well, and he could be the Bower as well. And so that every time he hands somebody a watch, he then folds mm. at the center. And then shows that he is not worthy of such a great customer by showing yeah, that he's beneath them. 
lowering his status. Well, not only is Nick one of our listeners, but he also sent in three words. Um, This is all falling into place. From a listener. It's beautiful. Mm. Yep. And would you like to try and guess what those three words are? Uh, Yeah, okay. The first word is insert. No, 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 no. No. Uh, the no. first word is two. No. Two? Yeah. Two. T-O-O? T-W-O. It's crazy, isn't it? One's T-O-O. One, the other one's T-W-O. Mm. That's insane. Mm. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. Um, makes you think. Uh, okay, so I reckon the next word is in the think. <gasps> man, if you hadn't been so ambitious in that moment, you would have got that. Oh, damn. The second word is in. Two in. Two in. Well, I wonder if the third word is going to be tank, because um, it's been a while since somebody's fucked with us, with us in this way. Mm. Um, but I'm... I, I, in a way, I don't want it to be. But in another way, I love a bit of nostalgia, and uh, mm. I'm going to say it's tank. Two in tank. Oh my goodness, Andy, you are going to shit when you realize mm. that it is two in taint. Taint. <laughs> That's right. Two in taint. Uh, oh, wow. I mean, imagine if we discovered a previously undiscovered orifice in the middle of the taint. Two undiscovered, <laughs> undiscovered orifices. <laughs> Wow. Not one, wow. but two. Actually, it's all little holes all the way. The taint mm, is just a part- series of tubes. Mm, mm, parts unexplored. Mm. Um, I mean, that would be so exciting for the, for, the, for the body to have a new hole that nobody knew about. That would be huge. Imagine that leading a the, huge the nightly news. The, 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 that's the opening... Um, uh, story, yeah, quite literally, on the on the <laughs> evening news as they maybe it's even breaking. Our um, opening story today, um, openings. Op- yeah, a a a, 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 a cave. Um, mm. Caves are a great way into. Anyway, forget. I got nothing. I got nothing, Andy. Alistair. It's it's great. Because what's great about that is that we actually came off um, trying to write news headline jokes. I know that's where what I was going back straight into straight into this podcast, yeah. and we're bringing some of that same creative momentum that was making the headlines flow so, so beautifully, beautifully and easily. <laughs> oh, coming out of us, slipping out of us like, <laughs> like, like a, juicy, oh, <laughs> like a an unchewed greasy sausage. <laughs> hey, just using your intestines like a like a like a an unchewed greasy chipolata using your intestines <laughs> like a water slide. <laughs> hey, but a grease slide. Oh, that's a fun. Come to our grease park. <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. That's a really good idea. It's not water world. No, oh. it's fluid world. Because it's it's it's. it's this is the slipperiest fucking slipper, slip and slide. Yeah. I mean, water, when you think about it, water's not that slippery. No. But you can go, I mean, God, no smoking is one of their big rules <laughs> because they have so many different um, petroleum-based the grease liquid fire at the, rides. At the, can, <laughs> at the grease slide. Um. There'd be one that's all WD-40. That's a very thin oil. Um. Um, I mean, oh, I'm really excited about that the idea. You write that I'm down. I'm writing down Grease Slide Park. Um, but two in taint. <laughs> yeah. Two in taint? Mm. Like, okay. No, I don't want to. No, I mean, previously undiscovered orifice. You're telling me you're not writing oh, that yeah, down? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I want to think about what the orifice is. Imagine that a little pouch yeah. in there. A little pouch mm. where actually this, we discover that we are marsupials. Oh, that'd be great. And and the pouch yeah, so, is well, just. And then you, but then your kids are gonna want to crawl up in there. Yeah, but it, you know the thing is, is that you could. The thing is, is that we didn't know. It's that this is the first marsupial. We're the first marsupial, or the last remaining marsupial, 
where the the pouch is on the male. I guess it's like seahorsey kind of thing, right? And there is actually a point in the where the where the mother is carrying the the fetus where mm. if you were to lift up your testicle bag and press yeah. it up against up against the And that's a big if. That's if you were to yes. do that, you know, if you're not already doing that. Right? Yeah. This is why this is why <laughs> we, we haven't discovered the orifice until now. No one's really done this where they've lifted up mm. their, their, their testicle bag and held it up towards their belly, right? And then the opening to the pouch is just behind the bag at the beginning of the taint there, right? And so there's a mm. slot there and there's a smell that comes out of it. <laughs> and and if that goes up into the birthing canal, that can that alerts the fetus that it's time to crawl out. <laughs> right? And then the fetus comes and crawls out and then gets into the little pouch under there. It's very oh, I think it gets into the bag. Into, I think it crawls into the ball no, bag. No, no, not into the ball bag. There's a slot in the pouch behind the Alistair, ball bag. It gets into the ball bag. I, this explains why the ball bag is so stretchy. It's so roomy. Mm. Of course. All that unutilized. It's very Okay, yeah. Very mammalian pouch. Well, that's true. You're right. I apologize. It's so stretchy. It's perfect for carrying mm. a baby and being in there with its brothers and sisters. It's half half brothers and sisters. <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> I am. I am having a really bad time imagining what that experience would be like. Yeah, being in there with all your half brothers and sisters. <laughs> No, uh-huh. being the father and feeling that happening. Oh uh, well, you would, you would end up having a bra for your testicles, kind of thing, like a really, really um, supportive underwear. It's, it's that's. I mean, I think once it's in there, it's okay, but it's the, the feeling of it crawling. Yeah. In well, it's just I'm not turns out that there's enjoying. just a, if you just reach behind, there's just a little like there's just a little flap that if you just like you know it's like opening up a CD. You know, like the plastic mm. over cover of a CD. Sure, if you could just get sure. your nail under it a little bit, like that, you can just, and then you can get that opening and just pull it open a bit more, like that, and it reglues. That doesn't that doesn't make me feel better yeah. about it. And then you just, and then it reseals like a like a like a rice bag or whatever, like one of those ones that's got a little <sighs> adhesive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ziploc kind, kind of, of um, kind of zippy locky almost, a bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, it's never perfect. And and then no, no, it's not. And then, and then the only yeah, the painful bit is getting it back out. Yeah, but you, I mean, how satisfying would it be to just, you know, once it's full of baby, it would mm. almost be better to just run a knife along the whole thing. <laughs> you know how there's that line. I don't know if like there's a line along the testicles yeah, that kind of yeah, looks yeah, like I it's a it's a joint line. Just run out. Like, no, no, I think that's exactly what it is. I think that is yeah. where the where the the la- the, la- the labia joins up mm. into the testicle bag. I think right. Mm. Um, and so then you just run a little knife along there, and it'll split open like a like one of those like you know like one of those Japanese omelets that's like wet on the inside. You seen those? I don't, but yuck. Yeah, yep, sure. <laughs> Split open like that, and a baby will will come out, and you just got to move your testicles aside. You know, untangle it, untangle the testicles. Mm, sure. Um, or maybe the baby's using the testicles to feed off of, like, well, it's in- I I I'm worried that that's probably part of it. Yeah, yeah. but that's okay. Um. Mm. Anyway, there you go. That's exciting. Yeah, and then also because Very it's exciting. feeding on just like pure protein, it comes out ripped. <laughs> it bursts out. Bursts out. <laughs> like fully muscly. Tears its that. way out. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, A real bald hair. <laughs> Testicular. Um, what's the what's the type of marsupial pouch? There you go. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is all great. It's all really exciting. Yeah, this is very so promising good. and bodes well for the future of humanity yeah, yeah. and indeed the podcast. Alistair, would you like to quickly take us through the? Ideas I would love that. We've got so Parent Olympics on this episode of Two in the Think Tank. We've got Parent Olympics. Mm. Uh, we've got the Greater Generation raised by nanny bots, way smarter than the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, Not nanobots, nanny bots. Nanny bots. 
Then we got Ad for Argument Rolling Ball, Perfect Convincing Ball, which becomes a horror film. What are they convincing them mm. of? Then we got the repugnant, 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 let down your hideous, uh, disgusting, greasy beard. <laughs> I put in one too many adjectives in there, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Then we've got no, no, the no. post office, the show where they make their office like the TV show, The Office, to make extra money. Mm. Um, you know, this is just a regular small business struggle in the age of endless content, you know? Mm. And then we've got uh, the, we got the grease slide park, and then of course we have the testicular marsupial pouch discovered. Mm-hmm. And so that takes us to Thank you so much for listening to the Think Tank. We really like that you did that to it and us and of and it and yep. two as well. You can, um, you can buy tickets to the to the podcast festival. To be honest, I think, yeah. I think it's not been said out loud, but we're kind of doing it as an extra fundraiser because the festival, the the building, the office has been um, much more expensive than everybody Very expensive expected. to build, and so yeah. Uh, but also, we're going to have a great time doing the festival. That's right. It's going to be a great time, and we're trying to offer mm. something in return. Um, so We're not just a fundraiser. It's also a fun. Drazer. Drazer. That's right. <laughs> um, and so we, you can also uh, buy the hardback copy of Gustav and Henry from the United States if you happen to be visiting there or living there mm, or living mm, and or visiting. Both. And yes. a different part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and you can follow thank us you for on everything. everything. If you f- want to follow us, follow us on everything. Twitter, Instagram, be real. Um, mm. Two and Tank doesn't have a be real, but you know, if you can find out what my contact details are, you can um, contact me on be real and we'll be real together. Um, and then there's that last thing that we say, we, we love, love you. you. Thank you so much. Take care. Goodbye. And each other. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.